Listening to League Podcast episode uh, 199. Is it? Yeah, it is. I'm Matt Durson. I'm Josh Lingle. Play Inferno. And Stacy's back there. Um, you probably won't be out there. Stacy's back here. We're here uh, at our table at Boston Comic Con 2014. It's crazy. Uh, it's a crazy weekend here. Uh, this is Sunday. And we are giving stuff away. We're giving this shit away. Literally a, giving it away. We got a box of comics here that if you come and sign up on our mailing list, which is too late, this is, but if you came and signed up... If you have a TARDIS, then you can right. get back here. That's right. Many There is a TARDIS here, so if you... You know, they do exist. If you're driving that thing. But you can still sign up for our mailing list anyway. But uh, anyway, so... Uh, but just we're trying to raise some awareness here. We're giving away stuff. We're selling prints. We're selling comics. We're selling stickers. We're doing it all here. Stacy's got her flowers. Oh, that's right. Of red, green crafts. Red, green crafts. She's outselling all of us. She's easily sold to yes. way more stuff. Hello. Hi. Hi. We like to say hi to people that come to our table. Yeah. It's Most nice. people just walk away. Yeah, some of them off. Yeah, they, they definitely, there are definitely people they're who They're like, oh, don't talk to me. Very, yeah, they're like, ah, you're going to sell me something. Um, so it's been a crazy week. Clay moderated two panels yesterday. That's right. Image Comics with Ming Doyle, Tim Seeley, Mike Norton, and Mick, Nick Pitara. And uh, it was really fun. I, I have, I think we're going to have a recording of that. We might stick it in the episode, some excerpts, because we might not have got the whole thing. But it was a very cool panel. That was panel one. And then DMC from Run DMC. Uh, that was uh, at 4 p.m. yesterday. And then we were hung out, hanging out with them. And he was such a cool dude, man. Yeah. Daryl makes comics. That's what DMC stands for now. Did, did you ask him if he runs DMC? Oh, you wanted me to ask him if, I, if he run DMC. No, I didn't get to, but um, <laughs> next time I see him, I will. Because it's like a lame dad joke, and I feel like he would either be yeah. like, ha, ah, or like, shut up. I feel like he would... <laughs> he, would he get the lame dad joke? I don't even like, feel like he would get it. I think he would just start rapping. Oh. A couple times he would just like... He would like uh, he would like kick some old like raps like not his lines but like um, he's like listen to he's like listen to J rap here and he's like uh, and then he like kicked some public enemy lines and stuff when we were talking to him and it was just awesome and he was telling me and Stacy uh, it was Stacy's birthday yesterday happy birthday happy happy belated but he was just t- telling us about how um, about how his parents like didn't really want him to get into rap and he's like well. Uh, I need to go and do this tour and like do these shows and uh, the only way they would let him do it because he was so young was uh, he was like well I'm going to take this money and I'm going to pay for my school with it so then they were cool so but, he, went, he went to college oh okay and, he, did, uh, he didn't lie that he didn't lie okay. he went to college <laughs> he never got to finish because uh, because he was, uh, you know he became so damn a rock and roll hall of fame uh, uh, rap superstar god uh, but but he was Honestly, a really nice, super down to earth, like really cool dude. It was awesome to hang out with. Him. 
All right. Well, we'll cool. put that in there. We also interviewed the cover artist, uh, Koi Fam. So we'll, we'll stick that interview in here as well. That'll be on this episode yeah. for sure. Oh, show. Josh went over and got one of his prints signed by Kaylee, uh, Jewel State. He drew it himself. Yes, I did. She was very impressed with that, I imagine. That was very fun. She was very nice. I always find it very bizarre going to talk to these people at cons that are, I mean, that's why they're here, but it just seems like such a strange, strange thing going up to yeah, these people. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to bother like, you. Hi. Yeah. Hi, handler. I would like a picture with this person or like a photo with this person, but the, the person's right next to them at the time, so it's very strange, and they're like, okay. Here, go talk to them now. And you're like, okay, step a foot to the side. And it's just, like, it's, just, it's very strange. It's very strange to me. Oh, wow. Should we get the dome <laughs> over here? Hey, you want to be on our podcast for a minute? Want to say hello? Just say hello. Hey, this is Dome from Sci-Fi Saturday Night saying, you know, these guys are okay, too. You can listen to both of us. Thanks, and your your cold, cold heart to listen to us, too. Yeah, that's right. Even We've been though listening to you guys for years. You know that. Yeah, yeah we do. We're going to do another uh, crossover very soon. That works for me. All right. Uh, so yeah. I think, you know, you cross the streams, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cross the streams. Sometimes you get a little on your feet. Yeah. Oh, wait, Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, either one. All right. Yeah. Either one, right. <laughs> Listen, keep listening to these guys. They know what they're doing. They know how to say it. You can listen to us, too, but these guys Best are Sci-Fi all right. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Guest, super guest star, The Dome. Bobby. That's right. Take care, Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. See you later. You never know who you're going to see. That's right. You can see the other podcaster. Yeah. I know. Walking by the other podcast. <laughs> There's actually this other podcast here. It's a Secret Identity Podcast. And Angry Geeks uh, I saw walking around, too. Oh, and, why uh, are they angry? I don't know. But, I mean, we're angry. We just don't put it in our name. No, that's, right. That's true. I'm angry. Why? I fidget inside. I wouldn't say angry. That's, that's a hard word. Anyways, yeah, no, everybody, this is the biggest Boston Com ever by far. I'm by pretty sure, far, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, we're just talking to Tyler, Tyler James. He was giving us some estimates. Uh, you, you know, this, his interview will be on this episode as well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's saying this is definitely, comics are growing, man. And that's right. it's bigger, and, you know. Guardians or not, if, even if Guardians didn't come out this year, there'd still be this many people here. I think That's so. True. I think people bought tickets before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, or yeah. most of these people anyway. Yeah. But here it is Sunday afternoon, and this place is still rocking. Yeah, we were thinking, we were predicting yesterday, like, oh, it'll be kind of slow tomorrow. We'll just kick back and relax with our coffees. And no, it's it's jammed up in here. Yeah. yeah. And trying to, we're we're fortunate enough to be next to the Starfleet guys. And uh, and so we can, it's easy to tell people where we are because there's a gigantic Enterprise. Like yeah, red. We're a red Enterprise. Red Enterprise. So we're, we're using them as a, a flag to get people over here to the table. We're also right next to the men's room. So that helps too. The men's too. Not the with men's. the stink. It doesn't help with the stink. But... It helps. Josh, you should tell um, tell the folks out there about your prints that you made. Oh, I made prints. <laughs> the end. No, <laughs> I, the end. I made prints of the uh, different actors that are going to be that are here at the con right now for people to get signed. Um, yeah, very well. Very yeah. well. They'll be on the website. John Barrowman, he's got a panel. I think might even head over to that it's at one yeah, uh, uh, the leftovers will be on our website for sale right. if anybody's interested along with these uh, trifecta editions sticker packs and uh, you know don't forget that Thurston has a comic out yeah Robin Hood our law of the 21st century we're trying to sell some of those this weekend but they'll be on the website too so if you're like I wasn't at Boston Comic Con 
you can head on over to our website or over to robinhoodcomic.com or you can go to Amazon or I would feel there are like plenty of places. I would feel like kind of but I feel, I just I don't know if I'd feel bad but I feel so much better that we have a comic on our table. It's like it's just <laughs> Makes it all more legit. Hey, how's it going? We got some fans. We got coming people up here. here. We're recording right now. Do we need to sign a release? No, it's not. We're not making any money, so we don't have to. So. <laughs> Getting a couple of tips, donations for yeah, our Yeah, grab away, grab much. away. Thank you. We got some, the best. Some pins here, guys. Those are free tips. Nah, no pins. Nah. Check it. Check it out. We had to, we had to, you know, keep the keep the wheels turning here. Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah, right. dollars in the tip donation. Yeah, that was nice. Get of a them. free comic. I know. I like that. Hey, hey. Free meals. Free meals. Giving away a Morrison action comics. What is that? Probably. What was Morrison? Grant, Grant Morrison? Morrison? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, probably. These were like packed up like right after I read them for like. <laughs> From one of our after parties two years ago. It's so, so funny because every time Josh and Matt like goes to put a free comic in there, I'm like yeah, that just like, came out. What are you crazy? You're giving that away? And then Clay takes it. Yeah. So I now have two issues of Fatal. Yeah. I don't know what those girls were dressed as. I don't know what they. There was just some scary like, or Dorothy. Like bloody, bloody Alice in Wonderland. Oh, is that? And uh, oh, bloody yeah. fairy. Why is she bloody? But she's not really bloody she's in the face. Well, ask Alice. Go on. Go I on. think that would be creepy. Well, they gave us money, so I'm not... Uh, I, they can dress as whatever they want. We got a Lady Deadpool here in front of us. Yeah. Why don't you guys come over here and talk on the podcast? We're live. We're live. We got Spider-Man and Lady Deadpool. Yeah. Are we, like, on the radio? No, it's no, not no. live. It's live to it's tape live or whatever right now as we're doing it. We're, we're going to put it up tomorrow. It'll be up tomorrow. <laughs> I, I'm, like, what originally from think? the 60s, so this whole podcast thing is kind of oh, new. You're right? from the 60s. I understand. Yo, Spider-Man, your 60s cartoon was the best one, by the way. That 60s Spider-Man, that was the way to go. Closely followed by Spider-Man and Friends. Oh, Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. That was was good, too. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty great. I actually have Lady Deadpool with me. I know. Hey, Lady Deadpool. 700 Deadpools here, but they're on Lady Deadpool. You're the only one with the ponytail that I've seen. Yeah. That's great. That's a great costume. (laughs) I try. How are you guys doing? you guys having a good... Good convention so far. Good uh, it's been pretty great. Been we've actually here been today? here. No, we've been here all weekend. Awesome. Hi, Spider-Man. And this kid wants an autograph. actually a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Everyone loves Spider-Man, but no one loves Deadpool. No one loves Deadpool. Everyone loves Deadpool. You're on the cover of every comic book. Hey, anybody loves me? What's up? Hey, look at that. I can't go anywhere without being harassed by these Deadpool. That chicken is in a really weird place, i got to tell you right there. It's kind of in your belt. I actually never noticed. It looks kind of... Phallic in the window. Here now. We kind of a phallic thing here. Yeah. That's okay. I love it. I love it. Maybe if Lady Deadpool wore the phallic chicken, that would be really weird. So I guess this is just a really bad party. This thing is getting out of hand. We're getting out of hand. Break. Josh is taking a picture. I love that Lady Deadpool has a Captain America face. This is getting where we go. This is crazy. crazy. You guys are pictures with Spider-Man. Yeah, well, that's a great Spider-Man costume. And and this guy works his way into all of my photos. You got two mercs for the mouths here. Boobs always does. Yes, boobs do it. Ladies, ladies love it. Your listeners now know what I've been dealing with all day. They all turned off. 
Thanks, Everybody. Logan. Do you want to grab Thanks, a bag? Guys. Grab it. All right. All right. Never mind. I lost my pants. That got out of hand. That got... That escalated quickly. Yeah, it did escalate. Well, you bring a Deadpool into the mix. I know. And then another Deadpool. Spider-Man. They need to do that. I mean, I'm sure Deadpool and Spider-Man cross paths, but they need to do like a series of just the two of them talking. Would, just the be, two of them chatting. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that that would be a very good series. They don't even have to do anything. Yeah, they did do... Um, hey, there's Brian from New England Comics. What's going on, man? How are you doing? I didn't know you were going to make it. Um, I almost didn't. <laughs> it was, I did the same exact thing as last year. I was actually relatively early. I got here at like 10.40. Oh. And because I had a ticket from Tom. Oh. I didn't know. Like, I saw the line. and was like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, ticket holders, go over there. And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, cool, this is going to be faster. And then you saw the line, like, around the building. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking out of here. You should have just done, just hold it up and run it. Hold and then what I did, I didn't have this. I had, like, the, the, the ticket. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but, yeah, I just went up, like, you know, there's millions of people in line. And because they were like, if you have your sheet or whatever, like, we'll scan it and give you the wristband. Yeah. And I just walked off and was like, hey, what if I have a comp ticket? And he was like, I was like, okay, cool, I'm going in there. Oh, good. Nice. Because otherwise, I would have just been like, I am out of here. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't know about waiting in that line, but we running through here. Yeah, by the way, we're recording this. I'm sorry. I should have probably told you that before you were just... Oh, cool. I just threw some F-bombs in there. Yeah, no, we don't care about that. We don't care about the explicit tag. Yeah, no, we don't care about that. Awesome. League of Ordinary Gentlemen here with Brian from New England Comics Brooklyn. And other things. And I don't want to just make, but that's how well, I know you. Sadly, not many other things. No, now. well, that's the a... job steals my life. Oh, <laughs> I know you're there a lot, man. You're there every day. Um, yeah, I came here with one specific goal, and I met that. Oh, which is uh, Bab Star, who's the new background artist. Oh, Babs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should yeah, she's... tell people about the um, that new background. <laughs> what do you know about it? Uh, she has like a really cool Stephanie Brown esque costume, yeah. and that's all I was able to. to okay, learn. so you, you buy a I, didn't, I didn't get any like intel. Oh, no, I gave uh, she. I paid her to. She's gonna do me a Harley commission. Nice. And do like a like a pinup of Harley. Um, and then I'm gonna talk to her and see because she's local apparently. Oh, really? I'm see if she can nice. do something at the store. Maybe I don't know if she's willing to do that. So, People always want to pimp their shit. Sure, man. <laughs> Like yeah. me! Where's issue two for free comic book day? Yeah, it'll have to be Next out. <laughs> Maybe I can get it done by then. It's actually halfway done. But, I don't know. I haven't really sold as many as I'd hoped this weekend, so I don't have any money to do it. But we'll see. I mean, I, I burned through the, Wink. Cash, Wink. the cash I have. I gave it all to her. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> <my> money. <laughs> so you'll have a nice commission when you're done. Yeah. Great. That's what happens. That's right. Let's hope so. Anyway. I know, she, she does good stuff. It'll be, it'll be... Awesome. Great. Well, you don't want to hold uh, hug you up here. You, know? oh, yeah, no you can always swing back. We'll be here um, all day. Yeah, I was looking for you. Where the hell? I can't find anywhere. I don't know where anywhere. Do you want a program? You have your program. Oh, it like shows you where people. Yeah, yeah, are. yeah, yeah. You can have this program. Wow. You're right up my what ass. Rocket <laughs> Raccoon program. I bought the T-shirt, the Boston Con T-shirt this year. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Rocket, Nick Bradshaw. Everything is Rocket Raccoon. We have one for you that's like not. Yeah, not. I want the. I want the, the one that was worn I, by Matt. It's got my ass sweat <laughs> right on it. Yeah. Backside. This is actually Earth. very unhelpful. I know. Matt. It's terrible. I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. There we go. No, well, they have lists too. Like, yeah, this is like too extensive. What? Yeah, it's extensive. This is, a, this is the biggest Boston Con ever. Thanks to me. Thanks to you. You, you made it. You brought it, man. That's you made right. it happen. Me and Jerry the King Long. Yeah, like I was looking for Amanda Connor. I couldn't find her anywhere. Oh, she's definitely over there in that area. Yeah. She's got a huge line, though, I think. Or is that uh, Scott Snyder line? I don't know. That was a Scott Snyder line. I think it was a Scott Snyder line. Clown. No, no. Yeah, that, that clown. 
No, I, I don't think she has a big lunch. It's, she's over, she's got one of the corner sort of tables. Yeah, see, that's awesome. She doesn't have... Oh, no, wait, is it to the left? Yeah, it's on the left. C802. C802? There you go. There you go. Thank you for my program. Yeah. Right at it. Yeah, I'll switch. Thanks for stopping by, man. Yeah. Yeah. Great to see you. They're letting too many people in here. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. It's just nuts to butts. They let you nuts in. Nuts to butts. I like that. <laughs> nuts to butts. <laughs> nuts to butts. Very well. Very well. I think that's the name of the episode. That's right. We just made <laughs> the episode. Nuts to butts. Uh, well, all right. We are getting a lot of people signing up for our mailing list. Because the money's in the list, is Clay. The money's says. in the list. Don't reveal our marketing secrets. There we go. Another. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we love every I, one of you on. I mean, gets our email. not in the list. I didn't know that that was a secret. I thought that was common. Knowledge. No, it's a uh, it's an old marketing term. Oh. So I'm happy to pass that along to somebody right. else that it might be helpful to. You should just bleep it out. Just be like the That sounds dirty. It could be really dirty. People will be intrigued. Yeah. I was thinking about heading over to see the Dark Archer panel with John Barrowman. All right. Let's put this on hold for a few minutes and put this uh, thing to bed. Over. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Talk to you guys soon. Later. Questions all the way through. 
I just want to say uh, for myself, and uh, with all the joking aside, but thank you very much because you guys as fans have changed my life. You've given me the life that I've always dreamed of, and I want you to know the reason I do these things, you know, of course I get paid to do them, which is fantastic because it's part of my job, but... I try to go the extra yard for you guys to give a little bit more than maybe what everybody else is because I totally appreciate what you have done for my life and I will never ever forget it. So thank you very, very much. Happy birthday with Koi Fam from um, from Marvel, DC, uh, Scarlet Spider, and uh, most recently on DMC's comic. Yep, yep. And uh, please tell us about this awesome cover you did. The, oh, okay. Uh, tribute um, to uh, Stranko's Hulk. Oh, well, first, um, thanks for the birthday wishes. Yeah. And, uh, um, DMC. Um, I was friends with Edgardo, who's the editor-in-chief. Yeah, that helped him out with a couple. You know, he he did an art exhibit in New York, featured um, artists of color. So I was part of that, right. and um, just helping him out with 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 the, the things he does here. And he always gets himself in like crazy projects. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so he's super guy, enthusiastic. Yeah, that he dude, is. Man. So, I love that guy. He's, he's the best. They're very infectious. Yeah, you know? he's so, super cool. So so I get an email from him saying, "Hey, I'm yeah. doing a comic with DMC." I was like, first of all, like like oh, the panel said, like, DMCs. Yeah, like why is DMC doing a comic? It does, same question as everybody else. <laughs> He's like, no, it's going to be great. And he said, but we're going to do this um, variant covers of classic covers. So to nice. me, that already said that was something different about the book. It's right. like, Ed yeah, Darnold yeah. knows comics. He knows variant comics. And if DMC is on board with this, he must be in comics too. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the fact that we're doing all these variants of like... So uh, I think you did a Dark Knight Returns one. Is that there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's I saw something the sketch for in that. something. There's something about it. There's awesome. a lot of homage to comics. Yeah. It's not just like like the panel. I'm gonna repeat a lot of what he said. Like it's not just um, this is a hip hop comic. Let's yeah, talk no. About, let's just talk about DMC. Let's talk about rap. It's very. And really, it's like it's. We said this a million times in the panel, and it's not like a. It's not a rip off or a tribute or anything, but it's a very old Marvel comic. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the vibe from the thing. It's a, it's a Marvel thing. Yeah, and, it, it's, and it's, they're very aware and acknowledge comics, which made it made it awesome. So I was yeah. like, of course I'm going to do this. So so I, I got a bunch of covers to pick from, so I picked um, the Sturenko one. That's awesome. Uh, oh, really? So you got to pick which one you Yeah, won? yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah. So Edgardo had a bunch of ones picked out, and I'm, 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 some of them were already taken. But this, of the ones available, I picked the Serenko one, and this is this is the one I gotta do. I want to do this one. Good choice. Thanks. Good, great choice. And you know what? Like the iconic logo of Run DMC. Yeah. And the iconic comic book logos. Yeah. To have the DMC crushing him, just like yeah. just like the Hulk, is like yeah. it's an amazing piece of art. Anyways, and great job. The, yeah, incorporating you. the text in there is. Cool yeah, too. yeah. Man, this is this is great. I mean, that's totally why I picked it because I needed to put DMC in rock. You know, yeah, I had yeah. to. No, I have King to. Of rock. I have King to. Rock. Exactly. You get the you get the reference there. So definitely, and, and I was stoked. So I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It looks I'm great, excited. man. Great. Anything else you want to tell us? What's coming up? What yeah. you got going on? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing some creator-owned stuff with uh, with Andy Schmidt. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, I took his yeah. class. Oh, yep. you did? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt so. kickstarted a comic, but yeah. through that class and yeah. got yeah. it funded and everything. Yeah. We have copies over there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of like slowing down a bit. You know. Yeah. 
Well, cool, man. It's all good. Well, we've been a fan of yours for a while, man. And oh, again, thanks, guys. again, thanks happy birthday. Again, happy birthday. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the show here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good luck with the DMC stuff. Hopefully, you know, when more issues comes out, they'll, they'll yep. be tapping you for yeah. some more stuff, right? Sounds good. Yep. All right, cool. Thanks a lot, man. You introduced it. Taking it from the top. Hey, here we are, the interviewer on Boston Comic Con floor here with Tyler James. Hey, how's it going, guys? Red 10. Uh, how's, your, how's your con going so far here? This is day three. So. Day three, Ooh. still standing. Uh, voice is uh, holding up. Yeah, sounds Drank, good. Drank about uh, seven Gatorades and uh, <laughs> made about two a more here. <laughs> got two more, made about a dozen uh, bathroom breaks already, so we're, 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 rolling, we're rolling good. But uh, yeah, this first year we've had the Red 10 hardcover. So uh, that's nice. selling awesome. really well, uh, nice. down to the last, last few of those. And uh, I think this has probably been uh, clearly a, a record-breaking Boston Comic-Con for a lot of folks. So. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's huge crowds yesterday. And, uh, yeah, uh, huge crowds Friday. Apparently a lot of people called in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No work on Friday. Yeah. It's August. Nobody like, works yeah. in the summer. Come on now. Um, so, yeah, so it's been good. You know, we've... Uh, We've got the, the, the latest what, issues of the Red 10 out and uh, yeah, some new um, stuff as well. What, what's Comics Tribe up to? Um, what's, what's the most recent stuff you want, you're pitching now? Well, uh, last week Epic Number 2 came out, uh, okay. hit, hit the shelves, so that was good. Uh, that series is, is, is doing well for us. Um, I, you know, it's a book that I write about a kid who gets superpowers, finds out his only weakness is girls he's attracted to. So uh, I, <laughs> oh. I, I know you relate. Really? <laughs> we, we all can. Yeah. Um, Amen. So that's doing well. And then, uh, and then Emily was gone from uh, the Scottish duo of... Uh, John Lee's and Ian Laurie. Oh, yeah, Laurie. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, John Lee's that, a cool dude, man. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a great dude, and that book is, uh, has been our biggest seller uh, all time so far. Which really? Is really cool. Yep, we had a big opening order numbers and then uh, a huge re diamond reorder, so we'll probably be selling out of that soon, and uh, maybe that'll justify the, the prices people are charging on eBay right now, because it, <laughs> it is a hard-to-find book. Whoa, but uh, it's one of those. They got it at the Boston Comic Con, and, and, and we'll, we'll have those two guys in, in at New York as well. Oh, sweet, yeah, so we'll see you then for that. So tell us a little bit about for some people that, that don't know about uh, the Red Ten because you get the hardcover collection. What what's new in the hardcover and what, what's the deal with it? Yeah, so the hardcover collects the sold out uh, zero issue that we gave away for free, at Free Comic Book Day, and it also collects uh, the first arc, which is uh, issues one through five. Um, and so the Red Ten people like that. Yeah, people are <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Red Ten's a superhero murder mystery. I like to say it's how I would kill off the Justice League if, if DC was crazy enough to let me. Yeah, they're, maybe they're, one day. They're not. Jim Lee won't return my calls. But oh. uh, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, though, it's it's a good series. You know, the, the Agatha Christie Island who done it mashed up with superpowers. Um, Seems to respond to a lot of fans, and especially in, in, in this area, got a lot of shops that, that support it, and and been selling at the Boston Comic Con for years. So it's uh, it's doing well for us. Cesar Feliciano's here. We're putting free sketches in all the books. So awesome! Uh, yeah, having great. a good time. Awesome. Uh, one one other thing, really quickly, is uh, you know Matt kickstarted his uh, Robin Hood comic, got it funded, and uh, just like you, you have a lot of really cool like blogs and, and like like teaching resources yep. on the Comics Tribe website. Tell us about that and like what people should what people can check out there. Yeah, Comics Tribe, that's comics with an X uh, dot com has a, a ton of resources and um, 
Kickstarter is, is definitely one of the things that uh, has been a real game changer in the indie crowd. I mean, I think walking up and down these uh, these aisles, a good percentage of books have had some sort of crowdfunding support to, to really make this a lot more of a viable thing for, for the indie and small press folks. So um, one of the things that I've tried to do is, is share what I've learned and, and uh, in, in that process and sort of, you know, help other people not make all the mistakes I made. You know, it's, it's, you're always going to make a few, but, uh, and, and, and you learn from those. But, um, I mean, I also I did a panel yesterday on finding collaborators um, oh, cool. with, uh, with a few creators here. Uh, George O'Connor, Dawn Griffin, Amy Chu uh, came in involved in that. So, um, we, yeah, I, I'm an educator, educator, I think, by, by, by training and background uh, and also by sort of nature. And, and I like uh, sharing what I've learned in this uh crazy long journey uh, to, to uh, of making and creating comics so comicstribe.com is a great spot for uh, writers uh, small press folks artists that's great man there, that's so. a great service you provide yeah man. exactly definitely giving back yeah, yeah no, and, and I've heard, uh, heard from a bunch of people just this weekend saying you know hey thanks for that article on barcodes or uh, <laughs> yeah right or, yeah or it's all the practical stuff that yeah you need yeah to know. Or, or the, the article on uh, stretch goals uh, for kickstarter yep. saved me from making a huge mistake so yeah, oh, wow. it, it, it's, Great, it's definitely good, and, and I've definitely learned from plenty of people to, uh, as well. So it's it all goes around. I think the small the, the comics world is small enough that uh, it's it, true, you know. And, and I also don't think it's a I don't think it's a, a, a zero sum game where you know yeah. you doing well means I'm not going to do well. Yeah, yeah there's Rather, room for everybody. Yeah, let's, yeah. I, I mean, comics market can only grow. It's not uh, it, 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 so. Yeah, look at this do. weekend. I mean, look at how many people we had here. Exactly. You know, thirty thousand plus. So I'm not whatever sure whatever was, the gate's yeah. going to be, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that number. And, and uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. And uh, but the stuff we're doing for Comics Tribe, we've, uh, we've got New York Comic Con coming up. Uh, we'll have a big one for that. And um, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. And uh, yeah. one last quick one. <laughs> is uh, is Josh Flanagan going to be doing any more books for you guys? That's another a, podcaster. A, yeah, oh. another comic book <laughs> podcaster. Yeah, Josh, uh, his, uh, his, he had the, a story in Scamthology. And, and he uh, was like, I didn't. Th- I was like, that was really cool, Josh. He's like, I didn't think anybody read that. But I was like, yeah, I really liked it, actually. Yeah, so. typical uh, self-deprecating. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, That's why we love humble, him. You know? uh, humble Josh. Um, I, I know he's he's got uh, a couple of projects that have sort of been passion projects that he's been working cool. on that, are, awesome. that are under wraps. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those. But he's definitely welcome, welcome to back. Comments. All right, I got to go yeah. sell some All right, stuff. Man. All right, thanks, good luck, thanks. man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Rock, rock to the road. DMC's that's what yeah. my control. You can't touch me with a 10-foot pole. And I even made the devil sell me his soul. So, 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 so. Generally, yeah. No, for the podcast. We're here with uh, international sensation Tim Seeley. Whoa. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, for League Podcast, and uh, I uh, need to ask you about uh, about the train fight in Racing One. Now, did you? Uh, are you a big fan of train fights as well? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not an expert in it, but I'm starting to get into train fights. Yeah. Um, so I was dabbling, you know. I'm sort of. Yeah. You're sort of first foray dipping your toe train fighting. Into it. Yeah, like I'd heard about it, and I was interested, and I thought, well, this would be a way to sort of ease my way into it with Dick Grayson, so I, yeah. He sees it the perfect train fighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're trained by Batman and you come up, you know, in Gotham City, uh, the next logical step is train fights, I think. And that, I, I agree. In that, the same month that book came out, Batman 66 by Kevin Smith came uh-huh. out. 
train fight. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to one-up you. Yeah, yeah. Did it come out before or after Grayson? Uh, it came out, I think that's like the same Same time. week? Same week. Oh, man, I, DC must I should have, have they should have let me know about, I don't want to double down on train fights. I want yeah. to be a pioneer. Well, you're, a, you know, you're a new 52. Yeah. That's, that's 66. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean. <laughs> so it, is your favorite part of a train fight, like, an interior inside of the train? Or, like, when you oh. get out there and get up on top of the train? Actually, I think the best kind of one is when you're, um fighting near the train and the train is going by you and loud yeah. oh, I think that's the best kind of train fight I think that it's more it's more pure you're not on the train the train because the train is better than you right yeah, obviously right. Yeah. Yeah. so in that case I feel like that is really the, the train establishing dominance and you're just these two things fighting outside the train and you can get thrown into that train and yeah and then that the ending be, yeah. is that they, you kick the bad guy into the train and he gets run over I love that yeah or you, like it looks like the train has gone by, and then the and the blue guy kicks, and then the the, the little one last caboose comes around, runs him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it apparently, yeah, yeah, and it looks like it's on attack. You're like, what? Where did that come from? There's just the so element of surprise. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And then it's also a metaphor for life. So everything. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It is a metaphor. For life. Well, very cool, man. Thank you for entertaining me on that. I would say that the um, the Gracie train fight is probably better than the Skyfall train. They, that's how they start out the movie. Ranks right, right up there with the Wolverine train fight, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting the movie Wolverine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely up there. Uh, Snowpiercer is just one two-hour train fight, At, which I haven't seen yet. Oh, dude, this is your movie. Yeah, it yeah. totally is. I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to blow my load. Okay, that's uh, fair. I might have to rent that one. You have to ease into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah watch it in sparks. It's a World War II horror sci-fi story about an elite brigade of army operatives that go behind enemy lines to stop Nazis from opening up a multi-dimensional gateway that will allow an ancient god into our world that can raise an army of the dead. And they stop the Nazis, but they get sucked into the doorway and then find themselves scattered across this alien planet at the center of the universe where the inhabitants of the planet are battling against these ancient gods that are trying to wipe out all life in the universe. So in order for them to get home, they got to battle their way through hordes of aliens, mutants, uh, the undead, and eventually these ancient gods to get back home. All that good stuff. This is the calamitous black devils, by the way. We're talking, I'm sorry. Joseph Schmalky. Schmalky. Beautiful. That sounds like a, that's a really extensive pitch there's yeah. a lot going on in here yeah well it, it, and a, a lot it's of the great. story is you know and it's a condensed story too it's 186 pages but you get a a, a decent ending I believe and awesome. I've heard nothing good about nothing uh, bad about the ending so far like awesome. everybody likes how it gets tied up so awesome. there it is well, I think, yeah, I only read, uh, I haven't read this whole thing yet. You read issues one and two, I One think? and two, yeah, so this is this is the whole thing all Yeah, together. it's the collected yeah, six-issue series. Time flies, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. It looks really good, though. Yeah, man. Like, it's really well. Yeah, I do all the writing, all the illustration, all the coloring, and, yeah. No it's, way, all of it? Yeah. So yep. when did, uh, so the book just came out now? It did. And uh, so it's, is it debuting here at Comic-Con? No, it debuted at Tricon in West Virginia. Oh, okay. um, the publisher's Broken Icon, and they're out of uh, Ohio. Yeah. So they they did a big 
release party for it oh, there sweet. and everything. Cool. And um, yeah, now it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble has oh, it. Sweet. So and it's being pitched to Diamond. Oh, oh awesome. there you go. Huh. Well, Good this luck. is great, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for reintroducing us to Calamitous Black Devils. You get some fans oh. out there for that. But how's it? So how did your con go? You've been selling some. Oh, I I have three copies left, and then it's done. Really? Really? Uh, I I came here with a slew of books, and people have just been picking it up. So that's it's been great. successful. Will we be seeing you in New York? No, I didn't apply for it this year. Right. Um, I'm saving next year for all my big table stuff all because right, I have another project coming out. I'll show you a picture of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. You heard it's, it here uh, first. <laughs> it's called The Infernal Pact, and it's a oh, three-issue yeah. mini-series. Sticky. I got everybody saying, ooh, Space Ghost, and they keep walking. <laughs> or, ooh, yeah. Heisenberg, and they keep Isn't that walking. a great thing? Heisenberg. <laughs> Come on, man, stop. Right. All right, yeah, we're here with Joe Martino, the Mighty Titan. Please tell us about your comic and the convention today and what other stuff's going on. Oh, yeah, the weekend, yeah. Yeah, how's your weekend going, man? Uh, Boston Comic Con, is all, as, as usual, is awesome. You know, a lot of people, a lot of good people. There goes one right now. Um, right there. Mighty Titan is basically me wrapping my cancer experiences in a superhero shell. We um, we funded all five issues through Kickstarter. Now we're in stores. Issue three is actually in previews right now. Nice. Awesome. Um, so far, I mean, the, the, the reaction's been great. I had a couple stores come up to me and say they sold out of them. Now, that might mean they ordered one. That might be they ordered five. Whatever it is, who cares, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. So, uh, did you do Kickstarter for all five issues? I did. Yeah. yeah. So, a separate wow. campaign for you. Actually, the first one I did was for the whole five issues. Oh, and okay. I realized really quickly that $2,000 per issue isn't enough. <laughs> yeah. So, and then a lot of people were saying, oh, we want to get the book, we want to get the book. So, I wound up then doing issue two, then issue three and four, and then five. So, I did four for all five issues. Nice. And uh, we were able to actually fund, right, in the third of Kickstarter four as well. Which is good because I didn't want to do five Kickstarters. Yeah, that's, I mean it's like a yeah. you know how I mean it's it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, Matt, I know how. <laughs> Matt just oh. uh, Matt just kickstarted his. You know we have the books here for okay. the first time. It's the first time we've had a table at a convention. Awesome. And uh, and by just having the podcast at the convention, it's kind of like whatever. But mm-hmm. where we can be like, look, look at the book. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's pretty awesome. Very cool. Uh, so well, congratulations. So, by thank the way. you. Thanks, yeah. you. That, that actually the, the Robin Hood's Mighty Titan might be a good crossover <laughs> oh crossover? Really? yeah because uh, because his Robin Hood steals uh, medical supplies from from places and gives it to people that can't afford it oh yeah, sure one day Robin Hood I'm sure the Mighty Titan would help <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me stand guard um, so what, so how's your commerce going here? You selling any Shadow Flame and your prints? Yeah. And stuff? I actually had a guy come yesterday. He bought issue one last year. Yeah. And then nice. came back and bought issue two, three, and four. Nice. Cool like, man. Like he could have emailed me. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. Hey. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks a lot, man. We'll uh, let you get back to this. And uh, thanks for the interview. Thanks Enjoy so much. Enjoy the rest of your con. You too. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital. Around, that's right, on top. It's tricky, it's up tight. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time. It's tricky. It's tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time.
my bad. <laughs> How y'all doing? So everything that was real in the real world to me 
I was getting a real online induction into it through my comic book. Secondly, the comic book gave me confidence. The comic book also empowered me to the point where the next time that guy come to take the money, I'm going upside his head like the hawk. <laughs> but my whole world was comic books. When hip hop came over the bridge, something happened to me. I used to take my blanket, put it on my back, and pretend I was Batman. But now, all the little kids just didn't want to be Superman, Spider-Man, Hulk, and Batman. Now, all the kids want to be the real life superheroes that live and breathe in our neighborhoods. Everybody wanted to be Grandmaster Flash. Everybody wanted to be Africa Bambada. Everybody wanted to be Melly Mel. Everybody wanted to be Cool Mo D. Everybody wanted to be the DJs and MCs that existed before the music business. I'm talking about the real MCs and DJs as before it was ever put on records. So if y'all don't know that history, y'all need to go there because that world is like a living comic book. But everybody wanted to be flat. So I want, not only did I want to be Batman with my blanket on my neck, I wanted to be Grandmaster Flash of Bambada. But I had a little problem. See, me and my brother, who was three years older than me, we had this big, huge collection of Marvel. Marvel was dope, because it was New York City. Marvel showed me places that even though I lived in Queens, I could never go. I never went to Manhattan, I went to Catholic school. My mother wasn't, I had to be in the house at five. When that sun coming down, you have your ass in the house for it. <laughs> you wanna hit them books, you gonna be somebody. But everybody wanted to be Flash, me and my brother had a problem. Because there was three things me and my brother wasn't doing. We didn't sell drugs. We wasn't stick-up kids. Like, it used to bug me out when I was little. Kids 15, 16, 17, and 18 used to do stick-ups. had guns and all that. You know, it was unfathomable to it. It was crazy to me. It was uncomprehend. Incomprehend. What's, what's the way? In, right? I figured that. It was incomprehensible to me that they were stick-up kids my age. But we wasn't robbing nobody's houses. My friends was like, like if I lived on your block, and y'all, you and your family, we're driving ourselves to see grandma. Me and my other friends would rob your motherfucking house. I couldn't believe that. So me and my brother had a problem. We wasn't stick up kids. We didn't sell drugs. We didn't rob houses. But we want to be like Grandmaster Flash. We got to get those turntables in the mixer. So what made me kind of miss, no, what made me put down the pen that I used to draw with my, the pencils that I used to draw on my tracing paper, because I wanted to draw like all the artists that was drawing Marvel. Eventually one day, I was able to move the tracing paper and draw Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and open out the tracing paper. If you listen to King of Rock, the King of Rock, there is, I'm talking about being the best MC, but when it came to telling you what I do, y'all didn't know that when Run says I'm DJ, because Run wanted to be a DJ, Run said I'm DJ, Run, I can scratch. I said, I'm DMC, I can draw. <laughs> and that became cool. But make a long story short, my brother came to me and said, yo, we got to get turntables. And by the look that he had on his face, my look was like this. <laughs> it was like, please don't say those words. He said, we got to sell our comic books to get turntables. So we sold all our comic books, and we brought turntables in the mixer. I became a little DJ, started writing rhymes, and then Run came over my house one day and said, when Russell puts, I remember that day, I left out like we're speaking another language. So here I sit now, over 30 years later. Ed comes to me with Riggs Morales, is my other partner, who is um, down with Eminem. How many of y'all heard of Eminem? Woo! Well, Riggs Morales 
glad to have them on my team, but they came to me and said, D, you can do this comic book. So here I sit, and I'm just in this statement with this. For 30 years, for 30 years, now remember, I said, I'm going to have integrity, I want to be authentic, I want to be original, and I want it to be a celebration and a tribute to comic book culture, tribute to whatever it is all of y'all in here get from the TV shows, movies, anything creative, because the revolution starts with the arts. So I said, it's got to be authentic and all of that. But at the end of the day, for 30 years, traveling the world as the king of rock, people would always come up to me, Asia, America, and Europe. D, I have a hip-hop comic book, I have a hip-hop comic book. And for years, I thought about why it didn't work. And when they approached me, did you do the comic book? I thought about why it didn't work. And it hit me a year ago. And I said, Ed, I will do it. Briggs, let's do it. Let's go get the best artists on the face of the planet. And let's do this. Why? You don't make a hip-hop comic book. This isn't a hip-hop comic book. It's a comic book. That's all it is. Considered moving into a career of like to publishing, 
but they took a different path in animation, but they're amazingly talented artists. And uh, our book has that flavor. And we also work with original graffiti artists. So we didn't actually expect a, a penciler to take a, a wild style approach to some of the graffiti. We actually brought in Hayes, we brought in Coke, we brought in Cat, we brought in May of 139. And if you don't know who these guys are, go to YouTube, check out Style Wars, and you'll learn some history, because hip hop wasn't only about rap, it was also about a culture. But our book was, it's not, it's not a hip hop book like Daryl says. It's a book and it's a lifestyle, and you will see hip hop in it, but the word hip hop isn't even mentioned once I don't, in the entire book. Because you guys are hip hop. Let's not get it twisted. The old school is in a time period, it was a consciousness, it was a way of thinking. Hip hop is the way you present your hip hop piss. What is the cre creativity? Or what is the art? What is the colors? What is the sound? What is the story? What is the skill that you have? You know what I'm saying? Hip hop says, what is it like, when you look at hip-hop today, it seems like you got these rules. You got to be a gangster, you got to have tattoos, you got curves. You know, hip-hop isn't that. Hip-hop is, is kind of like what Kurt Cobain and Nirvana said, come as you are. And in our, in our world, our hip-hop world is, if you're a ballet dancer, we're not going to tease you and put you down and say you're a punk, you sissy, you soft. We're going to say you'll continue to do your ballet because that ballet will have you dancing on the stage at Carnegie Hall. That ballet will take you to Russia. And that's the thing that hip hop was, you know. And the way Africa Bambada put it, who, by the way, they were like our superheroes. The Zulu Nation was the biggest street gang in New York City. And when hip hop came along, hip hop says, no, you don't got to be like us. You don't got to do all this negative stuff. What is it that you could do? Some kids said, yo, I got poetry. Well, put that poetry with that music. That's how we created hip hop. Some of them kids said, man, I can't even read and write. But hip-hop said, no, we won't discriminate against you. What could you do? Man, when I hear that music, it made me spin on my head. Those other kids that had this beautiful art in them up until the point where they were getting thrown in and out of jail, it took somebody to say, hold up, governor, just stop putting the kids in jail. Look at what that kid just drew on that wall. Look at the beautiful color. It's art. So this whole hip, this whole book, the, the, the look, the sound, the clothes, the feel, the vibe, the way that for each different interpretation of like, if you look at DMC, it's going to be different from the way you look at it. And your interpretation of DMC is going to be different from hers. So we use four different artists in the same book. So, you know, if I really was a superhero and I came in here, but I am no nobody. If I really came in here, you would say, man, I'm telling you, DMC came, he had swords, and the other guy would be like, no, man, I'm telling you, he had angels around him, he had a flying saucer. So everybody's description, visually, orally, would be different. And like Ed said, when you think about our music, which is crazy, I'm just over here at my booth, and a four-year-old kid, yeah. four-year-old kid came over and he said, yo, we just drove down from Maine, my son made me play Walk This Way the whole ride. <laughs> a four-year-old kid was like, this is the coolest thing. And in addition to people 25, 35, 45, and 55 who think Walk This Way is the hardest thing ever. A true story, and this is why we said, we're going to write this book where the kid can read it. The same way a four-year-old kid could listen and run DMC records and like it is the same way my fans from my generation and even the kids now could listen to it. The four-year-old kid loved it. Um, we was in Vegas one time, and this is when Suge Knight, Tupac, um, Snoop, when Death Row was Death Row. And we in Vegas, and uh, Suge and, and um, Death Row had hired me running Jay before he passed away to come do a show for him. Matter of fact, this was the night before Tupac got shot and killed. So we we in the we in the casino and Suge and all the death row comes in and uh, one of Dre's 
writers and producers that helped Dre, I think it was Melman, he said these words. He said, man, Run DMC and motherfucking Jam Master J can come play the motherfucking Coliseum for two and a half motherfucking hours and not curse once. And that's motherfucking gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so if no one is
coming to our table, like Chris Burnham, who actually just did Batman, and you had Mike Norton, who's done Superman, coming to our table, starstruck. Like, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? I listen to Run DMC, da 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 da. So these are the artists and the books that you're reading today grew up on this culture, on this right. music. And so making this book is kind of like an organic process of that. So I'm just going to pass it over to Mike as an artist to give his two cents as yeah. in this creative process. I mean, and just to kind of build on your point, you know what I'm saying, as far as you saying like Flash and Ben Barter was your superheroes, like y'all are superheroes to us, you know what I'm saying, especially, you know, I have a, I have a twin brother, we go by the Matt Twins, that's yeah. our, our duo, and um, we create our own worlds and we create characters based on the characters we grew up with around, you know, living in the bean and living in the bridge, you know what I'm saying? And um, But hearing you guys, it would always be a thing where it's just like, well, we'll watch cartoons, we came up on the cartoons, but then as I got older and I would trace like Marvel Comics the same way, I was like the Jim Lee X-Men era for me, you know what I'm saying? I would trace them and I would change the characters to look more like the dudes on the block, you know what I'm saying? And I would flip it. So what I'm saying is, to to a grander point as far as like comic books go and, and as far as like hip hop and, and the, the relation, it's a mythology, I think, is what I gravitated towards Edgardo when he, when he told me about the whole thing. We had this whole conversation the first time. I think hip hop has these characters, these archetypes, or is it archetypes or archetypes? Archetypes. Archetypes. It has these archetypes. Your archetype, like, you know, and, and like going further, you know, this, this character is like, you know, it's like a Nas character who's like a poetry dude, and it's like the Big Daddy Kane, like they're all archetypes. And I think right, it's right, right. the transition between comics and hip hop is a natural evolution. And right. I'm glad to be on board with this with you, brother, man. Oh my God, it's like quarter five on Sunday. Boston Comic Con is technically almost over, but there are still a lot of people here. We call them stragglers. Well, but there's a lot of stragglers. And then this is when the vendors do their thing where they're like, oh, we're doing deals and negotiating now, so. Yeah. Because they don't want to bring stuff home. Yeah, they don't want to bring stuff home. Who can blame them? There's a Star-Lord. Hey, Star-Lord. I knew. <laughs> Finally. I'm going to give her a pin. Oh, we're going to give her a pin. See, because yeah. we don't want to pe- bring stuff home either. But we, you know, oh, there goes Clay. Clay's running away. Clay's running to give the Star-Lord the pin. I think he thought she was cute. I don't know. No, he just liked her costume. Just, yeah, I know. Costume. I'm kidding, Stacy. just Anyway. <laughs> uh, we're wrapping up the, the show here, like we said. We got some good interviews. We got some swag. I think we spread the, the good word of the podcast. We want to say a uh, special thanks to the Starfleet over there behind us, uh, next to us, I should say. Um, hello. 
Rockers against bullying. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, yeah. Rockers against bullying. On the that was left. a cap and a Star Lord, so I gave them both oh. appropriate pin. Oh, hands. you gave me your pin. Good yeah. job. Good job. I like that. Yeah, so we're tired and hungry. And yeah, we are tired and hungry. And it's not like we have lines of people here, so we yeah, might we get out. Yeah, start packing up before it actually officially begins. But... Great time. If anybody who, you know, met us here today, now you're listening, welcome. We hope you listen again and again. Yeah, Keep again. listening. And again. Pleasure to meet you guys. Yeah, it was, it was a awesome. pleasure to meet you. You met us here and, and, you know, we chatted with you. Who wants a free bag of comics? We still got one bag of comics here to one give away. Who wants a free bag of comics? Give it to Groot. Groot, have a free bag. Have a free bag of comics. <laughs> Just take it. Oh. Our there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Groot. Wait, here. Pick, pick you can have those. one of those. You Josh is giving away his stuff too. You gotta promise to listen to our podcast. In exchange, here you go. Just promise, listen to our podcast. We're the guys that gave you free stuff. Yes. League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Leaguepodcast.com. Thank you. Do you want one? Take one. You must this be is fun. Off the uncomfortable. Yeah, it's fun. Free stuff. Wow, that's great. Thanks, that Josh. Great. You just made their day. I hope so. That's what it's all about here at Boston Comic Con. Making days. That's right. Making days. Don't forget our... Do we talk about this? Yeah. Okay. 200th episode is coming up. And to celebrate, we're having a special screening of The Specials. Saturday, August 23rd at the Somerville Theater. It's please, free. It's free, but please respond on Facebook because the seats are limited and we won't. We don't want to have like 5,000 people and not enough room for you. So That would be a bummer. That would be a real bummer. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen but just in case you know so thanks I mean mark that in your calendar and episode um, 200 episode 200 what that is up there amazing <laughs> well anyway and like we said thanks to anyone we talked to this weekend and uh, thanks to any long time listeners that's right and um, yeah keep on keeping on later I am Groot Ha <laughs> ha